Guys, it's so exciting for us to get out here together once again at the weekly assembly. Even bigger, better, and stronger. I am so excited tonight because I've got two African women uh, 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 that are, uh, that are, are going to be joining us to share with us on this powerful topic tonight. I'm so excited about them. Um, why? Because they are very experienced entrepreneurs. They've got stories behind them and they've got stories ahead of them. And that's what qualifies on our platform. People, practical experiences of starting the journey, starting rough and keeping and at the same time that happened for themselves and the communities. And I am so excited introduce myself before I get to carry away with this topic. And uh, I'm just going to share, I'll make it very short because I really want us to touch some important things on this topic. You know, people look at this topic and wonder, oh, maybe, yeah, it's normal. I can just hear it and and probably take one or two out of it or just, you know, hear it in passing. Or maybe it's not really that important to me now. I'll tell you something. When people leave, because they will leave, if you have, if that have not happened to you, probably you've just started your entrepreneurial journey. Probably you've just started. And one of the most uh, important things of life is being able to be prepared uh, before the time comes. What am I trying to say? If I had this opportunity when I was starting my entrepreneurial journey about 25 years ago, I think I started pretty, pretty, pretty early. But I think I would have been stronger for that journey. If I just had this topic, just this topic. If I was just in this assembly to listen to a topic that talks about when people leave, because of course, every entrepreneur has this story. I'm talking about every bona fide entrepreneur. I'm not talking about somebody who started a year or two years ago. Maybe it doesn't really happen to you. It doesn't really affect you. But I can tell you there are people in this room, entrepreneurs across the world, that just one person, one partner, one investor, one friend, one relationship, one staff, and even if in, in our lives, one marriage or one friendship that ended, everything stopped. Yes, everything. Everything stopped. Like they cannot, they couldn't even go on anymore. They couldn't make a meaning from it anymore. They not either it, it's an emotional breakdown or a psychological breakdown. Sometimes it's going to be your financial breakdown. This is your powerhouse financially. And he said, Yes, I'm not doing it again. Maybe I should say, No, rather, not yes. No, I'm not doing it again. I'm done. I'm moving on. And you're like, Really? Or maybe a partner. I say, you know what, this idea of ours, this business of ours, it's time I'm pulling out. And I'm like, really? Or maybe it's even the staff that you've built so many expectations on. And uh, this happens. You know, it's a, it's an entrepreneurial heartbreak. And most times we create our own heartbreaks, so much expectation. I'm going to this topic because we know <laughs> the importance of this topic, no reality. Because if you have not experienced it, wait for it. Wait for it, or rather, be smart and be prepared for it. How are we gonna deal with it? How are we dealt with it? That's one of the things we'll be speaking about tonight. And I am so honored and grateful to be joined by two amazing speakers, uh, who are African Americans, or should I call it Black Americans, who joined us today as experienced <coughs> entrepreneurs to just to share their share the wealth of knowledge and, of course, their experiences with us. I've got uh, Dr. Loshan. Good morning or good afternoon. Good evening to you, uh, Dr. Sami. Hopefully I pronounced that correct. Uh, to Ms. Miriam, thank you for having me uh, on today. Uh, thank you actually to your entire network here. Uh, first, at the beginning, 
has been phenomenal. A well done room uh, to my brother and sisters on the platform, to everyone in the audience. Um, I'm happy to be here on today. Uh, first, I want to say I, I actually um, am kind of rebranding or I'm rebranding here to the Global Strategies because I'm actually uh, a business owner of seven businesses. I, I tend to have taken passions <laughs> to the next level uh, to create uh, different businesses. And so it's been exciting uh, to be on this entrepreneurial journey. Um, to speak specifically uh, to the topic, you know, one of the things that actually I'm um, kind of transition right now uh, in a particular situation. This topic is very important uh, when people leave. Uh, you know, uh, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you know, one of the things that we have to be able to do is really uh, learn how to keep our emotions uh to a T and, and professional. Because when you go through these businesses, you form relationships, you form times, we don't that things are for a season. And I think for me, um, as a, when I first started as a business owner, that was something that I did not connect well with. Um, I'm the kind of person in the beginning who was looking for my friends to support my business uh, in all the different things. I started off as a wedding and event planner and I do travel. So it was always about trying to get my friends to buy into my vision, to buy into my product. And I lost a lot on the way um, because that was something Something that you know was I thought was supposed to drive my business, and as I began to adopt business mentors, which is very important as an entrepreneur to connect yourself to mentors, to connect to like-minded people who are either doing the same thing that you are uh, in the industries you're working with, but definitely have more experience. Uh, it's really important to form those relationships because that is one of the key things that you will learn in this business journey. Is that relationships are not always meant to stay. Um, they are seasonal. Um, it's very important to, uh, you know, know that as you're dealing with, um, you know, relationships that may go bad, you may have business ventures, you may have investors, you may even bring family as in, you know, into your business as business partners, which I definitely speak against that. Um, so for me, you know, um, I have learned, I have had to learn how to adjust emotionally, Dr. Sami, on how I handle uh, you know, friends coming into business or even partnerships. One of my businesses have allowed me to step into ministry. Um, ministry, as you know, can be very taxing when you're dealing with people of faith, when you're dealing with different cultures, different beliefs. And again, it's very important to uh, form those relationships and to know that these are professional. And that's sometimes where we miss the beat because, you know, again, we carry over to that personal level and then we're missing uh, the avenue of what we're supposed to be doing with business. Um, you know, for me, managing that is extremely important because at the end of the day, I, I set expectations for every relationship uh, that I know that I'm bringing into business because at the end of the day, I go to sleep as the visionary CEO of these businesses. I'm the one that drives it. I'm the passion. I'm selling point. I'm the one that people see when it comes to, hey, do I want to do business with Dr. LaShawn? Whether it's a wedding planner, whether it's my educational consultant, whether you're hiring me uh, to do uh, you know, strategic planning for your organization 
organizations, all of those things are my responsibility and those who I have employed. And so I have to know that, hey, my brand is important to me. And when things are hurting, when they're painful, or, you know, people in these relationships bring disappointment, I have to be able to say, you know what, how do I keep moving forward? How do I say, hey, you know what, at the end of the day, this is a strike. What do I learn from this? What do I take away from this? And how do I pick up the pieces and keep building, keep building? And it's, you know, it's very important as the driver behind these, you know, these businesses to be able to say, hey, these relationships are not going to work. But at the end of the day, LaShawn is still going to be here to make sure this business runs effectively. So, you know, hopefully I've kind of contributed a great starting topic. Um, this is a great topic, uh, as I stated, because we're in seasons where we're transitioning, things are changing, things look different, and we need to be able to, you know, know how to pivot. Now, Dr. LaShawn, we're going to do this right now, and I'm going to make it direct. And I want to when it happened to you, what was the first thing you did, or how did it feel, or how did you even feel with it? Please, is yours, just. Uh, you know, oh, that's a, <laughs> I think for me as women, and I don't want the women to get upset with me in here, but we are very emotional, Dr. Sami. We carry our emotions totally different. And, you know, I have a, a friend who talks to me all the time about how when you're dealing with business, you're dealing with business relationships, you cannot get emotional. Um, I could say over my years of working in my relationships of business, I, you know, I hate to admit this, but I was a very retaliatory <clears throat> person. So I want to always retaliate when I felt like, you know, there was uh, any type of division, if you will, that might have been brought into those business relationships. Now it's a little different. When you are a business owner, you have to work with the intention that everybody is harming in some quite a way because you can't just trust people when it comes to your businesses. You've got to fill people out. You have to see you know, what their intentions are and what it is that they're really wanting to do to whether support you, be a customer, give business advice, whatever those types of things are. You know, for me, I've had to learn that the hard way. So, um, you know, in the beginning, it was very difficult for me, Dr. Sunny, to navigate that. Uh, it was really difficult for me to really understand it. And I was operating in a space where I felt like everybody was trying to, you know, contribute to my demise and people didn't want to see me be successful. And it was like over time in growth and maturing in this process, I really say, you know what, again, like I was saying earlier, I have to be my biggest cheerleader. I have to be the biggest champion for me, for my enterprise and for what I'm building. It's all about me. No matter what has happened, you're going to go at the end of the day, what did I do to contribute to my businesses? What did I do to contribute to the growth? What did I do to protect my brand? See, that's the thing that we miss about business. It's about our brand. It's what you represent. When I'm here on Clubhouse, I represent the different things that I speak about all the time, whether I'm speaking in this room, that on this platform, on that form. We are branding ourselves. So when people look you virtually, whether it's in person or whatever that be, you have to make sure you keep a clean slate. So even if somebody comes at you wrong or their intentions are wrong, you have to always do the right thing because guess what people are going to remember? What you did, 
what you said, what you didn't do, and what you didn't say. And that's the thing that I had to operate in, you know, as I went through some of these challenges. But in in the beginning, it wasn't always like this because I was like, I'm going to be vindictive. I'm going to get you back. Because what is that? We learned that as a preschooler, as a elementary kid. Like, you take it, I'm going to take it back. And when I, I was a kid, my mama said, if somebody hits you, you knock the hell out. So that is kind of what you take to this 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 entrepreneur when you're hustling, when you're trying to do whatever it is you need to do uh, to get to keep your businesses afloat, to grow yourself, to brand yourself. So now you're operating a little bit differently because you have that foresight. You have the ability to discern, uh, see the things as they're coming and see what people's intentions, motives really are. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I'm feeling you. And I can relate to everything you're saying. Of course, at the stage, you begin to, uh, it hurts a lot more. Like, it's so painful that as you mature in your entrepreneurial journey, you become stronger in it. Your stamina, your business stamina begins to increase. Uh, uh, so, yes, you, you're right. How do we build our ideas with people, around people, but we cannot build together? How do we build knowing that somebody would leave? I've got some some um, some things I would talk about as well, but Keen, I want to hear from you. What would you say to that? Over to you. You know what? As far as building ideas with people that may leave, I think that's something that's a part of business. Um, that you may hire someone or have a team that may contract with you, knowing that this group could leave. I um, did some business some years ago with someone that you know I was trying to branch out and do something different, and it's not that. Um, they wanted to leave. It's just that our business relationship did not benefit me. So I let that go. And unlike you, I was not crying because, because it cost me some money in the situation. So you have to do the best thing that you need to do for your business. If that means, hey, we need to hire someone new, we need to come up with a new business plan, a new proposal, or a new strategy, you will get that done. And um, you can still be fair. Um, and from even now, speaking about um, building relationships in business, um, I have um, someone with, that works with me that I'm actually related to, and we have a we have a family relationship. But when it's business, it's strictly business. I speak to this person as if we're not related. And I think if you can come up with some clear boundaries, that these type of situations happen. Um, I would hate if. Uh, this particular person decided to uh, leave my company, but I would understand because I also believe in growth. Um, that in growing, sometimes that means I have to let people go. And they have other um, things that they want to do with their lives that I can't keep them in my business because, yes, I, this person is fantastic. They're amazing. They give me everything I need in my business. I, as a person, need to realize this person may have other endeavors that they would like to do. And if that means they have to go, I support that. I'm not trying to force anybody to stay with Keenan L. Williams LLC for the rest of their days. I mean, that'd be great. But also, you know, as a, as a president of my company, realize people need opportunities. Even for myself, I had a full-time job at one time. I was an engineer uh, for almost 20 years. I left, you know, to believe I'm my own profession to do something for me so I understand uh, that this happened. Thanks a lot. Um, I I love the angle you came in from, but I'm still going to return to you right now. And I want us to look at it, the different angles as entrepreneurs and everything. And thank God it's on your site, on your website, that uh, 
uh, that you said that everything, uh, there's a way you put it, that every moment and every occurrence has a way that touches the soul. So let's look at it from this angle. When your pillar of strength leaves, uh, this has nothing to do with your business, but this is someone that you confide in somehow to 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 refuel yourself. I'm talking about even in a, in a marriage. I'm talking about your best friend. I'm talking about your close friend. I'm talking about that close person to you that somehow you get back from this entrepreneurial journey of yours, from your business, from your idea, and this one person you bounce idea off, and this one person that keeps motivating and pushing you and telling you, yes, it can happen. Even if this person is even motivating you, this is one person that's always been there. So somehow that aspect of your life, like the emotional aspect of your life, is kind of like covered because there's that gap being filled by this best friend or by this uh, relationship that you've got, maybe in a marriage or a boyfriend or a girlfriend thing. Now, that and I've seen entrepreneurs that actually stop. They stop that journey. They got divorced or left. You know, some stop because uh, 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 the, the best friend left. And this is you, it's very important because right now I'm speaking to a lot of entrepreneurs in this room who need to understand that what you are building, the life is going to affect is far more and more important than the life that left. Extremely important. What your innovation right there, your business, the life is going to influence the number of people you see on planet Earth, the number of people you still going to end up impact. If you look at that, you would not you would not mind that one person, that one life that left because there's more life that will benefit from you keep on going than you stopping. Came back to you again. What if that is that kind of relationship that left? How do we deal with that? Over to you. You know, you look at uh, a situation or a person that left you, and you have to think all the times that I was dealing with them, what did I learn? You know, did I learn anything from this person? Did I learn anything to uh, to push myself forward? Did I grow in the relationship that um, I had with this person? Were we able to communicate effectively? Did we both, you know, contribute to um, our, our future uh, together, whether that's a relationship, uh, a business relationship, or whatever? Um, I'm probably a little bit different in this matter because, as I stated uh, in my first comment, I'm really one of those people that um, I've had so many different things happen to me. People uh, leaving me for whatever situation, whether it's uh, relationship, business, or what have you, that I'm of the mindset. Now I look at everything and say, what did I learn from this? And I take that information, whatever I've learned from that relationship, whether it's, you know, not to sound silly, did I learn how to count? Did I learn how to be a better person in business finance? Did I learn how to communicate effectively with um, a client? Did I learn how to write something? Look at that situation or that person and say, you know what, um, this person may have left my life for whatever reason they needed to leave, but did it kill me? You know, did I die? Did I die from this situation? No, I didn't. You know, I took that, that energy. Now, some of these relationships, you will need to have a moment of uh, a pause moment. And that pause moment could be because you lost, uh, you know, a husband, your husband left you, your spouse left you, or uh, a, a very lucrative business deal may have left you. Take a moment to pause. Don't give yourself um, too much grief. Um, if you need to go seek counseling or therapy, please go do that. Talk to your pastor or whatever um, during that particular time. And then regroup and come back and push yourself forward. I think for me personally, I realized that not everybody will share my vision. 
or they may not understand the way that I do things. And it's okay. It's okay. And even I want to say this for those of you that are, you know, business owners, um, people sometimes tell me that, you know, certain things that I do that, well, why are you charging this? And I don't think your price is right. You know, what, what we like to say, yesterday's price is not today's price, but you have to be confident in saying people may leave you because they don't uh, like what you do or whatever, but that's okay. There are other people out there that will patronize your business. There are people that will support what you do no matter what. So I personally, I don't, uh, I try not to be too uh, involved in, in people or things that are leaving me. Um, I also like to think that that's part of maturity. When I was in my twenties, um, I was married at the time going through a very bad relationship my ex and I, we split and that was a terrible time. I'm now much older than that. So I've had life experience and life experience has taught me that life will go on. Life will go on no matter what. Life would go on no matter what. If there's anything I pick more from what you said is that you accept the lesson they've taught us or that you got from that relationship and you appreciate it. I, I love that. Honestly, I love that. You know, uh, I'm grateful for you, Kina. Bless you. When people leave, when people leave, partners, investors, relationships, employees, when they leave, what do you do? How do you keep going? It might sound like it's easy. That's because you have not had a big expectation on one. And that's what I'll be passing the mic right now to Dr. Lashan because I want, I want to share from you now. You know, uh, uh, if you listen to Kina, she spoke more on the private relationship, very close relationship when they leave. Now, with you, Dr. Lajan, seven businesses. I'm going to be using uh, um, our staffs, our employees, uh, because a lot of entrepreneurs here, yes, they do employ a lot of people. And I'll tell you first thing, which I know I know for a fact that it's, it's the same with every entrepreneur in this room, including you, doctor. You know, uh, when we employ someone new, you've got expectations. You know, nobody is playing somebody without an expectation. There's something that you've got from that person that you're like, yeah, this is the right person. And we're going to see this journey through together. Things are going to happen. So uh, as entrepreneurs, expectation is our favorite crime. And disappointment is always our punishment. Dr. Lajan, help us here. What happens? <laughs> what happens? And how do we deal with it? You know, for me, um, you know, I'll, I'll speak specifically to my wedding planning business. I've had a couple of um, coordinators uh, who have worked for me that I've had to either let go or they've left because of indifferences. Uh, you know, it, it, it's hard when you're a small business to pour so much knowledge, invest in time and really give the resources for them to do very well. Um, one of the things that I'm very big at when people come work for me, I always want to do whatever it is to help them to be better, whether it's helping them to to finish college? Um, can I pay for you to do a trade? Can I give you some resources or connect you with people? So you're investing. It's kind of like even when you're in a full-time job, people invest in you because they want to make you better. So when people decide to leave or you actually have to get rid of them, you know, you have to look at yourself. It's always good to reflect. When someone walks away professionally, personally, reflect. What did I get out of that relationship? What did I not get out of it? whether it's professional or work relationship, how did, how did I benefit? What was the benefit that I got? What did I put into it? What did they get from me? It's always important to kind of stop and reflect before you pivot, move on and figure out who's going to fill that space. Do I need that fill? Do I need to get that space filled again? Maybe I need to change some systems. Maybe I need to redo my organization. 
all those things um, are very important because some people are just, like I said earlier, for a scene. So you have to decide, did you hire the right person? Was the right person working for you? Did they buy into your vision? Um, you know, I live in Los Angeles. So for me, this is the mecca of entrepreneur. Everybody's an entrepreneur. Whether they think they are or not, they are. From doing tattoos to having, you know, business consulting. I mean, this is the mecca for being an entrepreneur. If you want to be successful, come to Los Angeles because you're going to have people who are going to support everything that you're doing. So here it's about the land of opportunity. So you have to look at, you know, different scenarios. But what can you do to make sure that you've given them what they need? Because sometimes people may walk away for a bad reason, but they're going to be better somewhere else. And we have to think about ourselves. We may have been in a particular business working relationship that may have worked for us. We may have benefit. We may have benefited from whatever the, the the resources are that they gave us, but okay, they've invested in us to make us better as we go down the line. So I think for me, you know, and how I've shifted and how I've handled it, it's looking at what I got out of it and then how I can use that to pour into someone else, or maybe I need to look for different people. It is very difficult to work for me. I am the nicest, kindest person, but when it comes to me, like I did a wedding last weekend, I'm very anal about how you show up to an assignment. It is very important to me on how you, um, you are coming in to fit into my vision. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that I expect. And that's because I'm perfection, even though I'm not perfection, but I'm perfection. My brain works differently. I like to tell people I have adult ADHD. It's like, you've got to be able to come in, handle the assignment and work ahead of what it is that I would want you to do. And so for me, when people leave me, you know, I, it, it's difficult, you know, but at the end of the day, you're cultivating relationships. People leave me, they start their own businesses. I have many colleagues that have worked for me in the beginning and then now they've gone to start their own businesses. So again, it's, it's looking at the advantages that people bring to the table. And when things don't always end the way that they should, how can those, how can those business relationships have been better? What could I have done different. And I think I touched on this a little bit earlier is sometimes we forget to take the ownership of the part we play and maybe we didn't hold up the end of what we were supposed to be doing, or maybe we didn't provide what it is that the person needed in order to successfully work for us or to successfully service in that capacity. And so I always employ people who are entrepreneurships to take classes, look into human resources. How do you treat people? How do you employ people? What are skills that you look for in other people? How do you help make people better? Because at the end of the day, I know what I have to give when I come into an audience. I know what I'm bringing. What am I bringing to that person who works under me? How do I help them shine? Because at the end of the day, for me, it's about you being better. We may not work well together, but I know that I've given you the skills that you need to move on to that next level or to move on to start your own business or to move on to work for someone else, whatever that um, may be. So that's kind of, you know, sort of my thought process, if you will. Um, you know, and I will say that sometimes we do get mad when we invest in other people, but God didn't give us all this talent for us to keep it to ourselves. You know, we're supposed to help other people do better. So, you know, that's that's kind of my take. I always try to be optimistic in all situations. Uh, someone took a chance on LaShawn. So I got to take a chance on the next person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much. Dr. I said, oh, my God, because, you know, I just love the angle you also introduced into this topic, which is the fact that entrepreneurs, it could be our fault. 
it could be as well, there's two dimensions and two directions that came out from Dr. Lajan's uh, contribution just now, you know. Uh, uh, you know, it's very, very important that we also look at it from our angle. What are we, you know, what are we doing wrong? You know, is it is it something that we're doing wrong? How, how do we treat people around us? How do we how do we invest in them? I remember reading a post uh, recently. Uh, I think it's a Ghanaian entrepreneur, one of our members that posted, or a Nigerian entrepreneur. I can't remember which of the countries, but I know it's either Nigeria or Ghana, where the guy said, uh, uh, when you employ uh, someone in Nigeria or something. No, I think it says when you employ someone in my country, you must know that the first thing is that you have, you've become their parents. So he was actually uh, 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 um, crying about the fact that, you know, a lot of people you, you, you employ right now, you, you just find out that you are parenting them <laughs> in, in their first year or two. So I can understand when Dr. Lashan is saying that I invest in them, I, 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 I do everything to support them and make sure they're a better person and everything like that. You know, some some entrepreneurs don't want to do that. And it's very important that we see that angle as well. But in, in as much as we are the employers, and that's that's one part I really loved, that you said that God didn't give us all these talents to, to bring it back to him. He gave, us, he gave it to us to, 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 to replenish the earth, to invest it in the earth. So some of the skills you've got, the knowledge, the wisdom, the coaching abilities you've got, of course, this helps for people who are around you. How much impact? How much are you investing into them? How much are you building them, progressing with their career? How are you supporting their personal dreams to achieve what they want to achieve? So there are some things that must happen in your business before the coming of the right people. So when people leave, keep pushing because the right people would come. Dr. Lashan, I'm going to end with you. What do we look out for in choosing the right person? Share your own philosophy with us, Dr. Over to you. Um, I think, you know, it was said just a second ago that we really need to look for people uh, who share the same passion and who have a liking to your vision. Um, you know, it, it it's always hard to find the best employee that's going to be, you know, the absolute best, you know, no can do wrong. But I think taking your time and really seeking out people who are vested, who really are, you know, they are adamant about showing their skills. They want to shine. They want to be a part of what it is that you're doing. They want to support you. I think it's very important to look into that. Uh, we as small business owners, you know, we, we are taking on a lot already as the owner of the businesses. And so when someone fits into the puzzle where they are your right hand and you always know that fit because you get that fit from a person, when you know that they're your right hand, then, you know, that's a person that you take the risk on. That's a person that you say, hey, let me invest more time into them. Let me say, you know, let me do this. Let me let me try with this person. Let's build this together. I think it's important to have business partners, business coaches, people who are, you know, doing the same thing that you're doing, like I said earlier, or in a like business so that they can help you to identify key people who are going to come in and fit into your vision. And like I said before, people aren't meant to stay with you forever, but it's, uh, you know, it's for that time frame. And so you just want to know that this person fits in with goals and what you are doing and that they're going to be able to represent you in your absence. They're going to be able to sell your product passionately as if it's theirs. And that's important. We really have to find people who are passionate about what we are doing and they are passionate about supporting us. Wow. Thank you so much, Doc. Finding your right end is another thing Dr. Lashan has shared with us tonight. 
finding the right end and uh, it's pretty much important, very important oh, no. for entrepreneurs. Faris, I see your flash. I'll give you that opportunity right now. And I, I, I really like that, that you, you find that right end in your business and invest more. You know what, what Dr. Lashan just did right now is the trade secret for a lot of CEOs out there. We all do it. We all do it. And, and that's pretty much important. So if you're an entrepreneur, you've not started doing that, let me just let you know that's one of the ABCs of starting and keeping a business going. There's always right end in your business. A person that sees it clearly, right person that you more sacrifice more. And those are the people that build. Now, I've always people this. If you understand life and the, the philosophy of business, you would know that it's quite easy to be successful. You don't have to build your multi-billion dollar business to be successful. Be a part of one and you can be successful. If God has put you in that place, that position, that location for your purpose, all you need to do is position yourself, like the Dr. Dalashan said, as the right person, the right candidate, and someday you might be the right partner. And what, what's that? Look at all these big brands we see out there. You would find out that most of their employees are the shareholders today. So I really like that. And uh, guys, I hope you heard that, that those are the things we should look out for. You know, I want this time to say special thank you to my I appreciate you, Kina. Do you have one word as a closing statement? Take a reflection time. Take some reflection time. Sit down and just, you know, look at how you're doing and how you can do things better. Um, and it's important to invest in yourself, whether it's conferences to help you do better or comp help you with your people skills, what it is that you need to do to make business a uh, notch. Working on your relationships with those around you. Make sure you uh, reflect on things you can do differently and make sure you invest in those people um, who are coming to work with you. Um, there anything that I can tell you that I'll leave you with is take your passion and put it into your business. Make sure it is what you love to do. Because if anything else, if people see your passion, you're going to be successful as an entrepreneur and your business is going to soar and do very well. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Lashan. I for you guys, like Dr. said, invest in yourself, in yourself, be in the right places, in the right network. The assembly <clears throat> definitely is a place for you. Do not miss it. Do not miss it. When you're in the iron sharpened iron, sharpened each other. When you're in the, in the space of like minds, two hours a week, it's not too much to develop yourself. Make it, make it, be intentional about it. Two hours. Like we said, 2022 is our year of self-discipline, of self-discipline. So be disciplined about it. Set a reminder on your phone, uh, seven minutes African time. Two hours every week for this entire seven days just helps you. You know, Saturday is when the week the week ends, and we can just use that to you know re rejuvenate our entrepreneur immunity and build ourselves on the stamina. Like you can just hear from the stories you've got tonight. So when these things happen to you, it's not going to be a shocker. You'd rather be saying, "I'm prepared for it," and I'm definitely going to keep going. Thank you so much, African entrepreneurs, and God bless you. All.